today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Time for Tech Talk. Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM and FPM3 Marketing, is here. How are you doing today, bud? You know what? I'm doing a lot better, Bill. I can tell you, you know, last week I was all ready to put pants on, and then the weather got warmer. <laughs> now I'm just going to leave them off permanently. I'm really okay. not going to be able to help that, the pant industry at all. That's a mental picture I'm going to have to deal with for the rest of the show. Uh, we should mention, by the way, that we are brought to you by Vacuuman, a uh, great company uh, that uh, is busy this time of year because, let's face it, I mean, you got to get those ducks cleaned out uh, in time for the summer season when you get the air conditioning on. When we're, I guess changing over from furnace to, to, to the air conditioner, uh, it's a pretty good idea to get everything cleaned up, right? And most importantly, this is a great time to change your filters. If you've got a filter in your furnace, whether it's a reusable or if you can purchase a new one, which, by the way, we offer a vacuum man, uh, I would highly encourage now's the time that, you know, we're opening up the windows. You're going to be, you know, it's pollen season. The allergies are still out there. Uh, Gee, I didn't know. To do with COVID. <laughs> this is just purely just allergy season. You may be thinking, do I have symptoms? No. No, you probably don't. You may have allergies. So just a reminder, yes, you, this is a great time to think about changing your filter in your furnace. By the way, there, there have been some great stories uh, nationally, internationally, but even locally about companies that have uh, kind of pivoted and stepped up uh, because of the COVID pandemic and, uh, and are doing some wonderful things. And I know you talked with one of them this week. I did, yeah. And uh, a local homegrown, and this is the key thing right now. We're all starting in sort of this global pandemic, but locally it started. Spoke with a great crew uh, right here in Hamilton, Safe Start, which is a, a program that is, uh, it's been around for a while. And when I was speaking with the guys about this, it's actually ingenious. They've got a phenomenal phenomenal model as sort of Ontario slowly trying to figure out how they're going to be opening up the market for business and the economy. Um, when I spoke with the group, Anthony and, uh, and his partner, Jamie, uh, we were discussing sort of where and how does this little Hamilton uh, invention, uh, innovation, how it will change. And it's, it's actually fantastic. The way it works is that citizens can download this uh, app. And this is a lot different than the Google Apple version, which is track me if I have COVID thing. This is just a, an app safe start. If you go online, take a look, download it. And it also helps businesses give that credibility for two reasons. One, customers and two, uh, their employees. Uh, they can download the app. They fill out a questionnaire. They fill out the, the answers to the, uh, uh, to the questions. And what happens is it keeps the log of how their staff are feeling. So, that information comes up with a checkbox. So now imagine when you walk into a store under the program with Safe Start, you'll be able to show uh, the security uh, agent on your phone with the app that it's got a green check, that you're all cleared, you're healthy. In addition to that, you can get an upgrade where they have a heat sensor where it actually can track without capturing the data of who you are and facial recognition. It will, it will uh, take that photo or that visual heat map image track it and be able to keep a monitor of how how healthy are people coming into your business and this is all right here in hamilton these guys are uh have developed it uh researched and and checked it they've got great credentials when it comes to medical i and trust me i personally asked them all the heavy questions when it came to what are you doing with our data and by the way you don't want to be a feature on tech talk with bill kelly and adam Oldfield when we say <laughs> the hack of the week goes to um, and these guys got their stuff together. They really do have a great system. So anyway, phenomenal for small businesses in Hamilton, and it's reopening and, and starting to take those steps. Um, it's fantastic to hear this, and it's going to be uh, uh, available as we speak. So it's called Safe Start. 
Great idea, uh, and it's it's going to I think address one of the major concerns we've talked about. We you know as we've talked about the reopening, and I mean both from the business standpoint and from the consumer standpoint, the customers uh, that we're hoping are going to go through the doors. Uh, if they're feeling apprehensive and saying, "Well, I don't know, is, is that going to be okay? Is it, is it going to be safe?" This is a great tool that that really should allay a lot of those concerns. I think that's the biggest issue right now when we look at the economy opening in retail is that, you know, we're wearing our masks, we're, we're, we're encouraged to be safe and so forth. But just that matter of, yeah, but are you really feeling well? And so, you know, that's two levels, as you indicated, three levels, actually, the customer, the employees and the company. The credibility and that trust factor is going to be really big in the near future where people want to feel comfortable before they walk into any kind of store environment on both fronts of is the place uh, uh, safe and two uh, are the uh, uh, employees safe and this I think is way better than what they were recommending earlier which I was saying to you Bill about the Bluetooth stuff where Apple and Google are trying to track and monitor and put it in I don't know I'm not I'm not 100% sold on that and we'll get into that later on uh, you mentioned uh, the hack of the week uh, we've got one this week for them but this one goes to the hack of the week this week goes to home chef um, this Home Chef is a, is a system online, which, by the way, has millions of users. If you like to order online, and what they do is they prepackage recipes, food products, and they ship it every week. So it will give you uh, meals for uh, three days, four days, for two people, four people. Anyway, this uh, Home Chef um, had their information was, once again, compromised, included the hackers got a chance to get their last four digits of customers' credit cards, mailing address, in the security breach. And this is, again, another situation where our data and information is very volatile and can be uh, hacked and, once uh, once again, will be available on the underground. So this case, it was 8 million users were being sold on the dark web and 8 million uh, home addresses and credit cards. So hack of the week this week goes to Home Chef. Yeah, and congratulations, guys. Uh, your check will be in the mail. Uh, we talked about Google Photos and, and uh, pairing up with Facebook. What's, late, what's the latest with that now? Well, talking about security, we saw that Facebook and Google are really trying to up their game. This one is very, very important. First of all, about two weeks ago, uh, Google and Facebook made a collaboration that any photos on your Facebook pages can be now added to your Google photo. Now, there was also a little issue with security with Google that when you wanted to share a photo, you had to make it a public link. So you would go in and say, I want to share this with Bill Kelly. And then when you shared it with Bill Kelly, that link was more or less wide open, meaning that if Bill was like, that's really neat, and he accidentally posted it on his uh, social media or shared it with friends, they also would have access to those photos. So it wasn't extremely clear or safe for sharing photos in Google. Well, they just updated it, and now you'll notice that there's a very, very unique code that is being shared, and that unique code will not be able to be public domain any longer. So your photos are a little safer in Google. I wouldn't necessarily say they're 100% safe, but you can feel a little more confident that your link isn't being shared with the world by accident and your photos being shared with everyone online. Speaking of uh, Google, and, and actually, uh, if you were listening, Adam, uh, this came up during the Prime Minister's uh, daily briefing today uh, about security. Uh, Google ads now can detect the coronavirus. Uh, and there was some concern about that. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, give us the lowdown on this. Well, okay, so when we take a look at data, and we know Google uses this information because data is how it makes its living on ads. Well, the first thing is we always 
like we, we search for keywords. So you, in this case, people search for coronavirus or they may search for uh, cure for coronavirus. All that data that's being searched is being collected. And that information can actually um, determine if someone may have uh, COVID. And that information is being somewhat used and shared with our, uh, our local governments because when you search for something, you start to type in, um, you know, do I have a fever? What are the symptoms of COVID? And then when you, and it's actually got a trail system on it. So as you search, it's knowing if you're male, you're female, uh, your age. Um, so it's already collecting that data without you needing to put off the checkboxes. Further to that, it will indicate based on, I can't smell when, you know, these symptoms of COVID are now being an element that Google can collaborate collect and determine based on those numbers whether or not you actually have covid before a doctor tells you because you start the the keyword searches you're asking a google in their uh, uh, uh artificial intelligence algorithm is compiling millions and millions of search queries and that millions of search queries can correlate with yes i have covid and then from that when they're diagnosed those next phases people in google search for you know what is the uh uh what is the healing rate what is the time what is the next symptom so our google ads and search algorithms are actually helping determine by demographic whether you do or do not have covid and uh, you know is that data and it is anonymous so to some degree it's healthy on the other side you know we're maybe just needing to go to google to get the answers if we have covid or not but as you've said with all the other uh, apps, of course, that give medical advice, uh, it does not replace a physician. Uh, you know, you still you know, have to make those phone calls, too. But it's, it's a handy little tool to kind of put you in the right direction anyway. I think what's more important about this, Bill, is the fact that this information, if shared with the proper resources, would be able to determine better and quicker how the, how the trend of COVID is happening. So part of it could be used in that benefit version versus trying to rely on, you know, how many in a city or how many people have been uh, uh, diagnosed, comparing that with that data from Google. That's the real benefit. Well, absolutely. And that goes to the idea of tracking, you know, when we talk about a second wave and, you know, where is it happening and, and with what frequency? Well, this is a great tool to do that. Uh, well, I'll go back a little bit. Uh, I remember a discussion you and I had, what was it, three, four years ago when Walmart bought Jet and said, ha, we're going to take on Amazon. How's that working out? <laughs> well, that you know, like everything that happens when we try to pay for something for $3 billion, you're probably making a bad purchase. So in this case, uh, it's official. Walmart has officially discontinued uh, Jet.com. If, if everyone remembers, there is a website online. It was competing with, Wal uh, with Amazon, and it was a retail online purchase website. And uh, it was purchased by Walmart for $3 billion. And the, the thought was that Jet.com would become a true competitive to Amazon under Walmart's umbrella. Well, interesting further to that is that since the COVID crisis it walmart's online shopping experience is utilizing elements of that three billion dollar purchase and they've increased their online purchase uh ordering and jet.com is not the way they're going to go so they're going to more or less close the jet.com integrate elements of it and walmart online will continue um and it makes sense to a degree because why try to brand something when you've got already a very powerful name all already on the market uh, as 
uh, obviously made it the decision that, hey, what's $3 billion, guys? We're doing okay. Just, just throw that in the shelf. We'll come back to that in a few years. But Jet.com's officially done. Uh, so Jeff Bezos is breathing a sigh of relief, I guess, is he? I would say that Jeff might be a little more concerned. Walmart's skills are up quite a bit, and yeah. I'm sure Jeff's probably going, this is not the best place I want to be. He's, 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 I mean, I would never in my, I mean, other than the billions, and I don't even think money's worth it. I don't know if I want to be Jeff Bezos right now. I mean, he's winning and losing at the same time. So he's a greedy, helpful, uh, late delivery. And his information, by the way, I think would be even more advantageous, just speaking about what data is collected. I think that would be advantageous for uh, COVID research, to be honest with you, Bill. As ever, every time there's a, uh, something that goes on in the tech world that's there to try to benefit it, and you've talked about some of them that can help us determine COVID-19, there's always a scam, and there's a tech scam that's going around. Talk to us about that. This one's really important. As we're looking for solutions and help, one of the things that puts us in a position is that a new, te- <clears throat> excuse me, a new tech scam is coming out, and this one is you get a text message, and very similar to where we would get the Amber Alert, it comes in through a text, and it's so misleading it more or less says you've been in contact with someone who has been uh, uh showed pro- positive or symptoms of covid19 we recommend you to self-isolate and get tested click this link for more information please folks do not click that link uh there is i don't to the to, the, to my knowledge bill and you can correct it there is nothing out there right now from any of our authorities from, from province or otherwise texting users advising them that uh, there being that they may have come in contact or otherwise. So be very, very, very cautious, folks. It's a massive scam that's out there. And if you do click it, it's a horrible malware. It will infect your phone and more or less compromise all your banking, uh, takes over your system. It's, it's, a, it's a real doozy. And this one's taking advantage of a lot of people right now during this crisis. Yeah, and you've talked about this in the past, and, and it bears repeating. I mean, you shouldn't be clicking on these things anyway. If you don't know who it's from, you don't identify it, don't don't go there just don't go there yeah absolutely i mean this is something of which we've been talking about it's called fishing right where they kind of like loop you into one thought and bring you into another so this is this is a a case in point however many people are concerned by it because the minute they see that message it makes them instantly get concerned they want to know what they want more information and that's what prompts it so dangerous is that it's one probably going to be one of the most dangerous uh malware texts that's out there right now Got a couple of minutes left. You got to talk about this one. Some concerns about Bluetooth. Bluetooth, it, it, yeah. And the reason I wanted to bring this up is it was announced this past week that Bluetooth has a massive security issue. And you know, two weeks ago on Tech Talk, we we were discussing the new technology from Apple and 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 Google. How the Bluetooth technology is going to share and and match information between our users. And if you come into contact, or if you do have uh, a situation where you're in a in a position that COVID could be in your area, it would be able to put you into a database and manage that. This is extremely dangerous because Bluetooth has now been under scrutiny that it's got a security flaw, a, such a big security flaw. It impacts smartphones, laptops, Internet of Things, all elements pertaining to our electronic devices. So in this, 
I, I just say this, that don't be too quick to jump on the Apple Google app application. It utilizes that Bluetooth that has a vulnerability in it. And uh, Apple just came up with an announcement with an upgrade, which everyone should do for that one reason, is that if you've noticed you got another update from Apple, it is a security update and it's got a few other features. You want to make sure to do that. And Android should be coming up with something very shortly, hopefully to patch that Bluetooth vulnerability. Yeah, the uh, the iPhone uh, update, uh, the 13.5, comes with some pretty cool features. Got a couple seconds to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. First and foremost is that, one, security, you want to make sure you update it for it. And number two is that if you've been using Apple for FaceTime, you notice that you can in integrate m uh, many different tiles or face uh, uh, groups when you're chatting with multiple people. So this new upgrade uh, or update that comes not only with the security feature, this one comes with the ability to manage the uh, uh, the layout with regards to your FaceTime. So it was very wonky with a lot of people trying to communicate with multiple uh, tiles in communication. Following that, it does come with that upgraded Bluetooth to Android feature. Um, and this one is the most important. We're wearing masks more often, Bill. And yeah. one of the elements of Apple is Face ID. Well, they've got a new algorithm that actually will help mimic and and uh match your face to the phone even with a mask on so it, it i'm not sure how it does it i won't i won't try to explain it but at the end of the day if you're wearing a mask for security reasons apple's aware of it and they've upgraded the software to address that uh this is tech talk we do this every friday uh back to our regular time at 11:35 now with adam oldfield the president and ceo of fpm and fpm3 marketing and this is brought to you by vacuuman have a great weekend adam we'll talk to you next week you too bill stay safe you betcha. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.